You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. There's always been this saying that I've heard for ever, as long as I can remember. Family is what you make it. I can attest to that specifically and personally because for a very long time, I've always have had this wonderful blessing of attracting and and gathering uh, extended family. For those who've ever experienced going off to college, leaving home, moving away from home, and I don't mean like blocks away or on the other side of the city, I mean literally leaving the state, even leaving the country, that statement can stand to be so significant while others may seem that it could be minute. And I, I've always felt like um, to be able to create or have relationships that draw from platonic friendships that expand or expound into becoming more like family is a blessing. And that can come from friendships. It can come from uh, societal connections. It's, it's amazing. So I think it's a good, uh, a, a good measurement to say that family is more than your DNA. All right, y'all. It's Monday. Let's kind of get to it. It's Sunday's Monday Motivation. Let's go. No matter the time or the season, we're open and available 24-7. Shouldn't your dealership be too? Carumba.com, the convenient online used vehicle marketplace. Register your independent dealership now. Okay, guys, it is a beautiful Monday morning in Southern California. Can I tell you that? I I know our temperatures are set to go to somewhere near the uh, low 70s or something like that today. But it's already early morning and the sunshine has greeted me with such a joy. And uh, it's not quite even 60 degrees yet. But when I tell you I am enjoying my coffee I'm in the midst of uh, sharing my thoughts with you. And today's conversation, uh, as you can tell from the intro, is going to be a little bit interesting. It's, it's a little bit different, setting the pace. Um, but why is it important even on a Monday? And, and most of you are probably at work, getting ready to work or, or, or coming home from work. Maybe you worked overnight. And um, I've, I've actually, uh, I attended a wedding, uh, New Year's Eve, uh, a wedding anniversary reception. And uh, this couple who are uh, so dear to me um, spans from a measurement of a combination of interaction. One, over 30 years of a classmate, running mate, uh, basketball, buddy. Um, so we're talking about elementary, middle school, high school. And um, my, 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 my brother, cousin, <laughs> Fred, uh, would go off to the military after college. And he, he, he enlisted into the Navy and left, left the city of Chicago very young as well as myself. I I would graduate the following year from high school and go off to Florida for my first year of school. And um, his now wife 
um, who I've gotten the, the wonderful pleasure of meeting and uh, getting to know is also a military career. Um, they're both now um, top rank uh, master chiefs in the Navy uh, with families. You know, they both have raised their children, raising children, and now they've become a blended family. And um, it was wonderful being in the room and amongst that moment with them. And uh, another one of my childhood classmates and, and friends were was there, uh, flew in from Chicago to support them and also helped to, to put the arrangements and stuff together for the celebration. And um, what was bittersweet about it is that they actually got married right in the you know in the height of COVID and things were happening and their their careers and just interact you know life intersects, and so um, they are both um, you know in a in a position to where they've built lives and friendships over the years where military families and friends and uh, you know uh, people that they've come to know were the majority in the room. Um, the the groom had his son, and the, the the bride also had her children there, and her 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 dad and her brother. Um, but you know my uh, you know my buddy brother cousin, <laughs> uh, he he had myself. I was there, uh, and and a few other people came in from Chicago, and the majority of the people there. Are, or, you know, maybe distant relatives, but the majority of them, classmates, teachers, um, supervisors, former work, work, you know, empl- former employees, people that they may have worked one peer, you know. So just just prime example, just to have that moment, right? Here we are celebrating, you know, it's probably about 70 of us deep, 60, 70 of us deep in a room. And when I tell you the love that resonated in the space was absolutely amazing. It was all just, you can feel the sincerity in the room. Everybody just feeling joyous. We actually had an opportunity to watch their ceremony, which they had a, de- a destination wedding. And we got to watch some of the, con- the, the clips of the actual uh, ceremony during the reception. It was on, the, on, a, on a projector that was allowed us to, to, to take view of that. And so it was just wonderful being a part of their celebration. And for many, many years, that's been a story of my life. I've lived in different states and different countries. And um, like right now, I'm in California. I don't have a lot of family here. So, you know, what, what ends up happening for most of us who become exploratory and we, we move away from our nest and we become, we, we go to become and be all that we can be we discover this aptitude of adaption and you learn to um, maybe become more open um, to designation of how people are interacting with you. And what's wonderful about it is that people have to choose, people can choose whether or not, uh, you know, I think a lot of times we sometimes fall into these mindsets of entitlement and think because somebody's related to us, whether it's a parent or a sibling or a, a, another type of relative, um, that they have to be a certain kind of way with us and they have a responsibility to be a certain kind of way with us. But the truth of the matter is they can choose. You know, just because somebody is blood related does not automatically mean that they're going to um accept all of you or, or, or engage with you or decide to have a life with you or a friendship or any type of relationship. 
Um, and, and, and that's the real truth. You have some people that are in, in relationships that don't have the bond that some friendships have. Right. So that just goes to show you that, you know, family is far greater than just your molecular makeup and, and your DNA designation. I will say um, what is also incredible about that, just knowing that 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 knowledge of that power is that it allows you to map out so many wonderful things for yourself. And if you don't believe me, how, how many times have you heard people say, oh, they got a work wife or a work husband or, um, oh, that's my play husband and that's my, my, my husband brother. Or, you know, it's, it's, it's a magnitude of, of, uh, of energies that are happening constantly between people. And there's this wonderful thing that happens, this synergy that can take place amongst people that over time people may develop a level of, of comfort with one another level of trust with one another and and maybe some type of connection to where they feel like this person has the opportunity to hold a position with me that normally would just be occupied by my family. And when I tell you, when you have those kind of experiences, if you ever uh, are blessed to have that kind of connection, that's exactly what it is. It is such a blessing. And it, it, it kind of, uh, it can be a measurement in your life that would not be able to be held um, measurable against other things. Because for someone to love you uh, and to accept you for who you are, all your uh, transgressions, the, the, the not so good parts of us that exist in parallel with all of the good things that make us who we are, it's something incredible for people to be able to be accepting of you and, 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 and be... Um, truly connected to you in a way in which they feel that you are considered their family. In so many cultures around the world, there's, you know, so many cultures around the world that family dynamics um, differ. You know, in the U.S., it's easy for us to call somebody a play cousin or that's my auntie or that's that's like my brother and but in other cultures, it could be a level of disrespect if you walk to, you know, if you come up to someone's mother and calls them and call them mom and you never met them or you haven't established a relationship with them. Uh, so sometimes you have to, you know, understand the proper etiquette of how to greet somebody. That does not mean that they can't be acceptive of you, but it also does mean that you also sometimes have to be aware of other people's dynamics and other people's cultures so that things are not misconstrued. Trust me when I tell you, I've always been a person that has been friendly towards people and I am naturally a warm, uh, I'm a hugger. And uh, I, you know, of course I smile a lot. This big old loud mouth wouldn't be what it is if I didn't. Um, And because of that, it's easy for me to greet someone and can give them a slight embrace, a handshake, a, you know, fist bump, you know, whatever. And most times it's the energy of where I probably am and also maybe the energy I collectively feel from the other party. And and, and the other thing is that, you know, um, having the ability to be introduced to someone's family or somebody else's space of, of, of uh, connection of, of people that are close to them, 
it's some it's sometimes a symbolic measurement of where and how they feel about you and and and, and what they consider you how they regard you right so in the, in other words um it's a honor for um the word family for that for the scope of that for some people they take it very very seriously and you know i know that we we have all been exposed to television um i'm going to go far deep for a second let's look at the godfather you know um an italian family you know we're talking about of course the mobs things of that nature is a uh, a fictitious story but it's a story that has resonated in the cinema world over time is one of the most impactful films in history and it is definitely a depiction of italian families where there's deep rooted loyalties and, and, and responsibilities to the family the family extends beyond the structured family of what we call mother brother sister we're talking about mafia families or the you know these families that have you know codes and oaths that stand greater than the blood that's running through their veins and it's serious about the way those families are 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 presented how they're projected you know um how they're approached the respect levels that have to align with them all of that has a real truth to it, even though this is a fictitious story that's being exploited, you know, from a script format. It really is a real snapshot of how, you know, uh, Italian cultures uh, can can definitely run deep when it comes to uh, families and their interactions and, and, and them handling business and them handling day to day life. And so prime example so if you are um, a person that has relationships that have grown from friendships and I've had I've had clients that I've been friends with for a very long time and they've, you know, have evolved into extended family extensions that have been wonderful. I've also had some that went south and went sour, you know, and most times for me. There's some type of change that has occurred. Um, it could be from me, you know, leveling to another place. It could be from them leveling to another place or going to the right or going to the left. But at the end of the day, um, I think it's important that we recognize how we interact with people and how we treat one another. Right. So when I thought about this actual topic, I was listening to um you know, I've I've mentioned this before. I've I've uh, been tuning in to Transformation Church, Doctor Michael, uh, Pastor Michael Todd, out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, and um, part of his sermon yesterday, he was talking about uh, dominion, and 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 I, I remember him mentioning during a part of his sermon about his children, that you know he was kind of making a parallel in regards to God imparting things in you, but he's like, no matter what my kids do, they can't remove my DNA from them. You know, once there's a spectacle of something that's connected that that is channeled into your the formation of you, then there's this blood connection. There's this molecular atomic, uh, you know, makeup that designates this person as a child or a parent, right? And so the, those dynamics start to create, you know, from those level of creations. Isn't that amazing when you think about? human life, that we're all of creation. We're all a part of the bigger picture of creation. And if we're here and if we're being given 
such a dynamic opportunity to exist. There's purpose in that. So how are we interactively connected and in, in dealing with one another? How are we being more or how can we be all that we can be in those connections? So even today, if you're at work um, and you've been at your job for some months at a time, there's a familiarity that exists there. You have people that you're working with, whether they're peers or supervisors or bosses or uh, fellow employees that are in a cubicle next to you or over the phone or however. There's a, a, a level of standard of expectation from you as that person to them. Now, it does not mean it has to extend beyond the business at hand, but if it should evolve in a safe and and, 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 and healthy way, um, there's bonds that could be created that could span a lifetime. I remember my mom having uh, just a selection of friends that, uh, you know, growing up in church, my mother uh, was a musician, played the piano and had, uh, you know, been minister of music, choir director, you name, whatever title you want to give it, pianist. And um, there was relationships that formed from the choir members. There were relationships with other musicians. There were relationships with other churches that would come to visit. And, um, you know, that became a part of our week to week. You know, I was also a, mu- a musician that, and played, played the drums for our church. So, uh, you know, we had a church family, right? I very much had a church, a very active church family from the pastor to the first lady to their children to the usher boards, the mothers of the church, the deacons, the deaconesses, the you name it. And, and guys, you know, I'm not being facetious. And if you come from different denominations, oh, it can go even further and greater, honey. So but at the core of it, what is it? It's family. You know, is interaction, is interrelationships. So, um, for whatever the reason, I, I you know, I, I know I shared with you guys last week. I had just come back from uh, a death in the family and went to a funeral, came to Chicago, and you know, handled all of those things with family and came back, and um, you know, spoke on some things last week pertaining to that. And you know, for whatever the reason, uh, this the the universe had given me um, another measurement of this dynamic of conversation. And and so because I wanted to be obedient, I'm sharing it with you. And I I feel like, you know, the the, the society at large, we've uh, we've had so much trauma, separation, distance, um, in, in a way in which we would have on our own personal levels would have never really done most of us would have never imagined in our lifetime that the world would have shut down at the same time uh, from something that that leveled, you know, mankind um, and had us all out here in this mental bondage of, un, un, you know, just unawareness of what was to come with COVID. Um, and I've noticed since we've come back into our quote unquote new normal, um, there has been a plethora of deaths uh, beyond just COVID, you know, COVID related illnesses. But I, I, I really feel and, and, and for those of you who may or may not know this, I, I have a, a, a multitude of level of families. Um, 
I'm going to talk about this one piece, my comedy family, you know, um, I've, I've, I've been, um, I've been blessed to, uh, just explore all parts of me and, um, as a comedian and producer and I owned a comedy club, you know, at some point in time in Atlanta. Um, so I've, I've accumulated a comedy family, even though I'm far and wide, I have not been as consistent as I would like to be. Um, and that's the change. But but even saying it does not take away from the fact that the people who I do care about, whether it's from a, a distance. Um, and I thank God for social media because this is a lot of ways I keep up with people. But I've noticed this unleveling amount of comedians that have been dying. You know, all ages and, and ethnicities and gender is not a it's not, uh, you know, a discriminatory thing. Death is not right. Um, but it, it just goes without saying that people who make their world be about entertaining other people. I'm, I'm part of that dynamic, even in this segment as a radio personality, as a producer. I do this because it is a form of entertainment. It's a form of inspiration. Uh, and, and, and I pray that it can be empowering for those. But it also is a form of entertainment, which is a part of, of my company's, uh, you know, existence. Loudmouth Marketing and Entertainment Group. That's why it exists, right? Um, but it, it, it's been very alarming seeing how many comedians have been dying, and it's been this old. It's always been this old saying that comics um, are sometimes the most one of the most depressed people. They have uh, so much that may be going on uh, that you would never know uh, because they use the level of comedy uh, to to in, to navigate the world, right? And it's a lot of times we'll be hiding behind smiles and jokes and characterizations and acting and things of that nature. And we're truly there. Don't, 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 let's not remove that. But that's not to say that they, you know, as, 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 as they, as, as people would say, that does not mean that they're not feeling something, right? Or going through something. Um, and, you know, sometimes people have these uh, stereotype or stigma thoughts about entertainers and that there's always drug related inducement or something that could be possibilities. Not in all cases. Right. But I do know that there's been a high leveling amount of, of depression and and uh, impact of the social distancing that 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 took place with us around the world. And so now that we're getting to a point where we can. Uh, engage more freely, people are re, re uh, you know reassociating themselves with with the uh, social interaction. You know, California. What I love about one of the sectors is that there's still a heavily amount of networking um, that likes to, to to take place here. Meaning in person meetings, social events, social gatherings. You know, we're, there's a bunch of wineries where I am. So naturally, people are always coming together. Maybe they're drinking and you know engaging and things of that nature. So to see us getting back to that point of amping that up, and it's still a process. There's still people that won't do a lot of heavy crowds. Um, COVID is still amongst us. It's not, you know, it's not gone. It's something that I think that as we know it as, as a society have to get accustomed to it. It was already here, uh, but the uh, mutation of it um, has become more aware to us as a society. So, you know, with that being said, um, there's been a significant difference on, on the way of the, the, the human race and how we've been interacting. 
and it's impacted people so much to the point where um, I think that we're we're still starting to see so much of the aftermath of what that shutdown did and, and has caused us in so many ways. So I think that it's so important that we are more conscious about each other and we're more intentional about each other. So until there's uh, some subjective reason, um, but I'm just going to say I'm going to be obedient in this space and say that I, I feel like uh, you know, these conversations are very important um, to instill and to give light to and to say that um, we, we definitely need to exercise being more kinder to one another and being more aware of one another. Does not that mean I'm not telling you to go out and make everybody your cousin or your brother, your sister, your husband. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that, you know, today maybe be a little more conscious of your coworker. You know, you go to work, you're spending probably more time with them at your job than you do with your own family. So today, maybe say hi to somebody you never spoke to. Maybe ask them how they're doing. Check and see how their day is going. Give them something to to, to, to know about you and share something about you. And maybe they'll share something about them. And you may find that there may be something else there that could be elevating your day. Right? So... Guys, I just want to tell you that I am so grateful to be able to share these thoughts and and, and give you these uh, messages of uh, my Monday motivations, right? And I hope that it gives you some some leveling of strength and, and, and motivation. That's exactly what it's for, right? And uh, I love that, you know, the uh, ability to to hear this subjective matter 24-7 on demand is available. Because there are times I'll do these shows, guys, just so you know. I don't just push them out and just say, okay, here you go. Check it out. I do listen to this. I I, I do listen to these broadcasts, even after I've, of course, in production, I can't help because I'm listening to the playback. Um, But even after it's completely finished, complete and uploaded, I do listen to the playbacks. And um, there are times when I feel like, man, there was something more I could have added to that. And um, I think that is good. And I'm going to share this with you. I'm encouraging you. You can go to LimeOffRadio.com and uh, go to our contact page. And if you want to share something, also we're on Facebook at Limeoff Radio Network. Um, Well, we've been slacking in that space a little bit, I will admit. Um, But we are in the process of um, you know, really working towards our 10th season presentation of new, uh, new content, new shows, new guests. Uh, that's kind of the, 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 the aim of what we're doing for this season. And, um, we're just, we're just staying consistent and staying with it. I am excited about the new shows that are coming forth and the new content that's coming forth and the new engagement. And I'm going to also put this out there. Um, I want to um, to ask that if you guys who are listening to the show have some um, things that you think would be uh, interesting to talk about, you can also send that over to me as well uh, and, and put in the, the topic of the uh, subject of the email, Sunday, uh, Sunny's Monday Motivation, and uh, we can talk about those things. So I want to tell you guys, thank you. Have a wonderful day. It's 70 degrees here. Like I said, in Southern California, wherever you are, I'm sending you some some love and light from here. Uh, you may your your weather may be more um, 
just as much as uh, a joy as mine. And if it's not, if it's raining, if it's cold, if it's snowed in, if it's, you know, foggy, whatever it could be, um, just take the love and light into the system of your soul and it can illuminate around you. And I just hope that your day is absolutely amazing as well as your work week. So you all, I'm going to wrap it up. I I appreciate you guys. Y'all have a blessed day. I'm over and out. This episode is sponsored by Loudmouth.com, the number one small business online network. We're putting the word out about small business. Put your business on the referral network online that wants to put the word out about you. Thirty point seven million small businesses in the U.S. creating one point five million jobs annually. Small business accounts for 64% of new job creation in the U.S. There's strength in numbers. No matter what we face, know that there's strength in us. Because of you, we're able, we're capable, we're resilient. And we are available because we are small business. And together, we're the economy. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network.